0: Ethan Quant here. Derek Smith Jr. Rabiner to Terrell store. Nathaniel Butler.
1: To talk about their secrets to success.
0: You are watching Linked Up on LinkedIn.
1: Linked Up on LinkedIn.
0: Linked Up on LinkedIn.
1: Linked Up on LinkedIn. Linked Up on LinkedIn. Oh, welcome to another episode of Linked Up on LinkedIn. And, and I'm super excited to have my guest for today, a uh, good friend and and um, uh, a colleague uh, from quite some time ago, and to, to a large degree a mentor, um, Ethan, Ethan Quant. And I, I really have been following not only Ethan's journey, but Ethan's transformation, Ethan's maturation uh, over the last couple of years. And it, it's really something to watch, something to, to see how he has grown and changed um, uh, muscle and mentally. And so we're glad to have him on today. Uh, Ethan R.L. Quant, how you doing, know my brother? Hey, I'm well, my Matt. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. So, Ethan, you know, one of the things I want to start with is is where a, a, I would call it your predominant focus now is is um, is, is is corporate wellness. And right. so, let's start the conversation there. Tell me why um, why after you've made this major transformation with your body, and we'll put that photo up there. That was Ethan before. And then look at the Ethan now. And so you see the major transformation between these two Ethans. And so Ethan, not only after after he's made that transition in body, he made a major career change as well. When Ethan and I really connected, Ethan was in, in, in mortgage brokerage, progressive consumer services yeah but it's a lifetime ago <laughs> and so a lot has happened ethan give us the short version to that that transition from uh business to where you are now and mentally and physically to where you are now so that's three aspects of your life that have seen major transformation
0: right so uh, when we first connected, Matt, like you said, I was in uh, mortgage brokerage, and I really went into that business. It was never my goal to be the world's best mortgage broker. Um, I really wanted to be an entrepreneur, and leaving the bank, it was the easiest thing for me to transition into because I was very well at it. You know, I was very good at, at, at what I did, um, helping people secure uh, mortgages, and so that's what I did. However, during that time, Um, In my personal life, it was kind of a dark period for me uh, later after starting that. And so I got to a point where I had a decision to make. Um, I wasn't happy uh, with my then relationship. I wasn't happy with what I was doing every day. Um, And I saw a, a picture of myself from a friend's wedding Uh, when I was 306 pounds and I looked at that and I instantly became uh, depressed and disgusted because I did not know that I was that big and so that was like my aha moment and right then and there I decided you know what I'm 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 going to get a six pack I didn't know how I was going to get it I didn't know where I was going to get it from Um, but that was just it I didn't have um, any insight as to how this was going to be achieved but I just knew I was going to do it and so I went on Google and, and, I, and I typed in how to get a six-pack fast and literally so many things came up and I tried pretty much all of them. Every fad diet out there, I tried. Um, and I had some mild successes. I dropped about 60 pounds. And then what happened was, was that I stopped doing the fad diet and I started... Uh, reverting back to my, my my old ways. And so I that's when I realized that after a couple of months, I'd blown back up to about 292 pounds. And that's when I realized that if I really want to transform my body, I have to transform my life. I have to make it a lifestyle. And so that's when I started doing things the right way, um, where I, I said, okay, well, what is it that fit people do every day? And I started doing that every day. Um, until eventually, so I I had to have that shift in my mindset first, that I wasn't somebody that was overweight or obese, trying to lose weight, that I was already a fit person. So I had that fit mind, that fit person's mindset. And then eventually, my body had to catch up, right. And so that's what happened. And I had my transformation. I mean, I, I just had, I just felt so much better. I felt better about myself. I was more confident. I was more productive. I was a beast. I was always good at business, but now you you have this mind that's in this new body and I just turned into an absolute beast man. And so, you know, I said this feels great. How can I do this every day <laughs> and and get paid for it? And so what I did was I came up with a business model that would enable me to one continue to work out and, and do the things that, that, that led to my physical transformation, but also give me an opportunity to work with people to help them realize this awesome experience as well. Because I do believe that if you can show people that they can try, they have the power to transform their body, you can easily convince them that they also have the power to transform their lives. And so, you know, back in 2013, when I, uh, dissolved the, the brokerage, I ran into to fitness full-time and, and, you know, I was working with clients. I was doing fitness programming. And then I said, you know what, I want to make a, a larger impact. Working on individual clients is good. And I was having some, some solid successes, but I realized that in that there was still a missing part of that because I would do the programs, I'd say, yeah, this is your program, this is your meal plan, this is your workout, and people would do it, but they, they would only do it for that duration. So whether it was an a eight-week program, a 12-week program, and the same thing that I struggled with, the minute they stopped the program, even though it was a solid program, they went back. And that's when I realized that we weren't addressing the underlying behavioral issues that led to unhealthy lifestyles. And so once I did that, I said, you know what? Let me start looking into coaching. And so that's when I decided uh, that I would become a a health and lifestyle coach so that we can really make this thing stick so that my clients can now have sustainable results. And so coupled with this new um, realization that, okay, well, we have to address the underlying behavioral issues. I also went back and I said, where can I have the most impact? Where can I reach most people? Working one-on-one is great, but When I'm working with one client now that's a company, I have the opportunity to expand my reach and reach all of their employees. And so that was really the the mindset behind now refocusing from individual fitness programming to developing uh, employee wellness programming for companies and the thing is, is that so many, even from my individual clients, so many people said, you know what, I, I want to do better, but I work so much, you know, and if you think about it, even if we we're working at eight hour day, you know, that's really one third of our lives that we spend working the other third we spend sleeping if we're getting uh eight hours and so that's literally one third of our lives that we have left to do family to do health and fitness to do uh relationships to do spirituality to do everything else that makes life life right and so that's really why i decided to, to make that switch to help people and help companies really um understand that the employees are their greatest asset. And if you you treat your employees well, they will treat your customers well. But getting them to understand that employee wellness programming isn't just corporate wellness, isn't just a nice to have. It's a need to have. And it really should be integrated into the overall business strategy of the company, just like how you would have customer service experiences or just like how you would have um, investments in technology to make your your systems more efficient. Corporate wellness programming does that, but for employees. And so that was the mindset of, of making that shift. And that's what we've been doing um, ever since we, we repositioned ourselves as an industry leader in corporate wellness back in 2016.
1: Yeah, yeah. Interesting. It's amazing, that journey. So there are a couple of things. You know, number one, uh, just kind of stumbling on, I don't know where it was. I saw this photo, or I think it was the photo of the other day, and you must have win. I imagine it must have been either a fitness competition or maybe the Mr. Caribbean win, but you were in tears. You were, you were, you were sobbing it, it would appear, and I could see guys behind you. Just, just knowing that feeling, tell me what those emotions were at that time that, 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 that made you just lose it.
0: Boy, Matt, you giving me goosebumps now, just taking me back to that moment. I mean, you know, the reality is, is that that was a win on so many different levels, right? Because, you know, throughout my, my transformation, I made the, the decision that I wanted to become a competitive bodybuilder. So now this is me at 306 pounds, not an ab in sight. I say, <laughs> you know what? I want to become a competitive bodybuilder. And I shared this uh, with some people. And I mean, who didn't laugh in my face, just kind of patted me on my back and say, boy, you crazy. You know, so many people didn't believe that I couldn't for a long time. I didn't believe that I could, but I said, you know what? I want to become a competitive bodybuilder. And same thing with, 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 with my fitness. I said, okay, well, now, I have to adopt the habits, the traits, the characteristics of a competitive bodybuilder, and my body is going to catch up. And so, you know, really, my first competition back in April 2012, uh, I really didn't have a goal to win. My goal is just not to be the fat guy on stage. Like, I wanted to look like I belonged, right? And so I went I, I on stage, I didn't get last place. I got second to last place, but you know what? I looked like I was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, shortly after that, I just continued my training, continued my training. And at some point before that particular competition back in 2014, I said, you know what? I'm good enough. I'm good enough to win. I, I want to win. I ain't just showing up no more. I come in to win. And I just trained to win. I did everything that I could to do it. And then just to have that moment where, because people in the industry, of course, were following me as well. And so to go from morbidly obese, pre-diabetic, pre-hypertensive, really knocking at death's door, um, to now... Becoming the top bodybuilder in the Bahamas, I mean that that was a huge uh, accomplishment. And so when I had that moment where they called my name and I won, it was just really the floodgates opened because I thought about how much work I put in, I thought about how many people doubted me, I thought about how I overcame my own self doubt and insecurities, and and that was just an awesome experience. And so. When they called my name and they said, you know, he came from a hundred, he lost hundred and ten pounds to get here today, like I was like, wow, that that's the truth. Man. I I I did that, and so it was just um, a combination of who I did that. It was a release. Um, it was joy, and yeah, that's what that was. You know, I I was really. Uh, it was a
1: it was a it was an emotional time. Man imagine i can imagine you know um so i want to talk about um while we're on the topic of morbid obesity and you and i had gotten on before on my podcast and we had talked about obesity is a disease and i think that's the way you worded it then i want to just address that again because i think it was the first time i've ever heard that but i want you to address it from both sides how should someone who is obese and facing depression, deal with obesity. How should they look at it? Should they change their mindset about it? But also the people that they're connected with, right? So we think about maybe maybe uh, women that are in relationships, and, and and they often have the goal, or the guy maybe mentioning, hey, <laughs> what you could do. How do both sides now need to change perspective if they do? And so let me know your thoughts there. Well, the easiest thing and, and, and to do
0: from where I'm standing is to put it in context lifestyle, right? I mean, we have, we live in a microwave society. The, the weight loss industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. And so these guys have tons of money and they prey on people who are desperate to lose weight. Because once you make that decision that, hey, I wanna do something, there's so many options. I mean, from surgery, to pills, to potions, to lotions. Um, and, and so people are desperate to do that, to, to, to lose weight and have the body that they want. So they're willing to do almost anything, right? And I was one of those uh, at one point. Um, but the thing that really makes the difference is once you put it in the context of lifestyle, you automatically relieve yourself of that pressure of having to lose all of the weight now. You see, we want to lose weight fast. We don't just want to lose weight. And I mean, I, I would have uh, some clients when I was in the fitness, um, when I was doing individual uh, fitness and they would come in and they'll be disappointed, man. They'd be like, wow, man, I only lost 10 pounds this month. And I'm like, you know, safely and healthily, the average person can lose between uh, two to five pounds a week, right? So you lost 10 pounds this month, but this is the first 10 pounds that you've lost in how many years? You know, you you have yeah, you have a target of of, of of 60 pounds to lose, but really you're talking about if you consistently lose 10 pounds over a six-month period, that's like nothing, right? And so, just getting people to understand that you want to have patience in the process. You want to focus on on making those small but challenging uh, changes to your daily routine, and 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 do that over time. And that's really where you're going to win. Um, you know, we we try to because I know I've tried it. You know, I'd say you know, all right, well, Friday, all right, this is my last weekend, I can do it bad this weekend, so I'll have all of the junk food and, and stuff like this, and I actually wrote about this in, in one of my uh, recent articles in, 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 in the paper, but I would I would do it bad that weekend. I said, you know what, I start my diet on Monday, and so Monday would come, and I would do all of the diet stuff, so I'll have all of my baked chicken and my, 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 my lettuce and tomatoes and vegetables and fish, and all that and I would I would be on it. I'd be I'll be committed for those two days. By Wednesday, man, I was back in the drive-thru line, getting me some fast food because I couldn't do it. Because what I did was I tried to cut everything out one shot, right? And so my thing is is that you wanna take your time, just like anything else in life, you wanna take your time. If you wanna do it right, just take your time, take those small steps, man. So so for the person who is uh, obese and they want to change, because that's the main thing too, you have to want to change. Some people are comfortable where they are and that's okay. You know, People say, oh, well, you know what? I don't, having a six pack for me, I don't, I have a life. And I'm not saying that you need to have a six pack to be healthy, but you can have whatever body that you want. My only question is, is it healthy? You know, are you healthy? And when we say healthy, now I'm not talking about a six-pack or that you could run, run a marathon. I'm talking about by medical standards, are you at a healthy weight? Right. And because we know that once we come out of this healthy weight as, as per medical standards, that increases our risk factors for so many other non communicable diseases like um, hypertension, like diabetes, like cardiovascular disease and all of these things are actually linked to obesity. And so if you are not in the category deemed healthy by medical standards, then I feel as though you should be doing something um, yeah. to get healthy. And so But once you put it in the context of lifestyle, take your time with it. So that's, that's for that person, right, who who wants to change and has made that decision. For those people in that person's life. um, You want to, you want to provide positive reinforcement, man. You can, you can hold that person accountable. I mean, because I know with me. I, it isn't like when I started my journey back in 2011, that was the first, That was my first attempt at losing weight. Mm-hmm. I had tried many, many times, and I would make these grandiose announcements, and I'd be like, that's it, this is it, I'm, I'm going straight on, I own it. And, and then, you know, a couple of weeks later, a couple of days later, you know, I'm back at it, and my boys would tease me, they'd say, El Kuan, and you was just on diet, I, you, you give up already? But you do this so many times, what happens is is that it fatigues those around you because they say, oh, well, you know, this is just another one. And so they they doubt you, right? But I think it's important for the people around that person to say, hey, you know what, let me consistently be reinforced. So if this person is consistently going to try and attempt Every time you want to approach that with the same uh, enthusiasm as that person has, you know, because this is this may be the time, right? And so you want to be a, a supportive. Um, if, it, if if you all live in the same house, you want to be supportive and and really just say to the person, "How can I help you achieve what it is that you're attempting to achieve? How can I add value to your your journey?" And 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 just be positive with it, you know. And if you see the person slipping up. It doesn't mean that you necessarily have to quote unquote call them out so that they can feel bad but just remind them and say hey you know what you got this goal you know this is something that you're going to do is this what activity that you're engaging in right now is it going to help you towards your goal or is it going to hinder your progress and if you remind them um, of that then nine times out of ten they can be like, okay, well, you know what? You're right. Thank you. But you want to be that positive support. You don't want to be the police. You know, you want to be that friend. So if they do fall down, they 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 don't have to hide it from you. Because that was something that I used to do too. I used to sit down and eat all of my, you know, fast food in the car, wipe my mouth, spray my cologne so 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 the people in the house wouldn't be able to call me out and make me feel bad about it, right? But you just want to be a positive source of encouragement and support for the people who are struggling with obesity. And no, they're not lazy. No, they're not. Uh, it's not as simple as, as switching on a lights, which only 2% of the population could, could stop a, a behavior called turkey. The rest of us, we need time, man. <laughs> you know, we need time to really uh, get that, well, deprogram and then reprogram uh, the new behavior.
1: Yeah, and you know, I, I'm hoping that you know, this is obviously a LinkedIn exclusive, and and a, you know, I think a lot of the demographic will be professionals. There were so many business lessons, so many things you could correlate to your corporate path um, that were in there. And I'm wondering if, if if people listen to it, maybe that maybe the obesity might not be your story, but the business lessons in there can definitely apply uh, to everyone. And you talked about patience. You talked about lifestyle changes. Uh, he talked about not expecting change overnight. And so these are things that are, that are, that are um, transferable to your path to corporate success.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I believe that, and I call it, you know, the success blueprint, right? There's a talk that I give to, to uh, companies and employees about the success blueprint, right? And this is based on the idea uh, that the principles of success are universal. It doesn't matter what area of your life that you want to be successful in, whether it's health and fitness, whether it's business, whether it's relationships, um, whether it's, you know, uh, being employed as a professional, it doesn't matter. Um, You're going to require the same principles to be successful. You're going to need discipline. You're going to need determination. You're going to need consistency. You're going to need um, integrity. You're going to need all of these components. And so the reality is, is that that's what I did. And so the, the the idea of the success blueprint is, is that if you are successful, because most people aren't sucky in all areas of their lives, mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. people have at least one area of their life where they shine, where they excel, whether that's I'm a good employee, or I'm a good partner, or I'm a good business person, or I'm a fitness fanatic, somebody, I'm a good uncle, I'm a good uh, brother, some there's something in your life, some area in your life where you're excelling, right? And so my thing is, is that if you look at the things that made you successful in this particular area of your life, and you apply those same traits, qualities and characteristics, the area of your life that you're struggling in, you will find success in that new area as well. It's just perspective. People say, I'm not motivated, but yes you are because every morning you wake up and you go to a job and you work. What is Well, they pay me. Well, that's what you're motivated by. (laughs) You know, you at that point in time, you're motivated by the money. And so it isn't a question of motivation. It's finding the thing that motivates you to get up every day Mm. and do the things that are necessary for you to get what it is that you want. You don't feel like going to work every day, but you wake up and you go and you perform because why? You want the money.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Ethan, I want to talk, so I want to get into lifestyle because we've been talking about that, but I, we're going to switch gears and talk about the next lifestyle in a moment. But let's talk about this acronym you and I touched on before. And I remember it having such a powerful effect on me then. I, 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 I'm, I'm only mem- uh, I'm reminded about how, how impacted I was by it then, and refreshed about it now. There's this acronym. Remember that acronym, SIR? Yes, sir. <laughs> let the people know what that is. <laughs> you you, you got to let the people know what that is. It's, it's been a minute. Go ahead, Ethan. Tell, tell tell, us about SIR. SIR.
0: Now, I remember, Boy, Matt, you're going to have to help me out with this one. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, but it, it had such a powerful effect on me, and I'm looking through our, our conversation together, and I don't know if I... If I had, um, if I have it in any of the posts, what this means, we'd have to listen to that. And it was probably a plug to that um, that podcast because because, you know, the
0: the thing is, is that every year, Matt, and this is something that I attribute my success to and across all areas as well. Every year, I come up with a mantra, right? And so, sir, at that time, was my mantra, and I really, Mm -hmm. you know, and they served me for that time. But like now, my own for twenty twenty one is do the work, right? Like you just mm, regardless yep. of what it is, is do the work. And so, you know, I come up with these things because every great campaign needs a slogan, right? Yeah. Every every great uh, uh army, every great great military needs a call to action. They need that thing that we can charge, right? And that's what gets me fired up. So every year. You know, some people do uh, resolutions. Some people do vision boards. I do a combination of all, but I come up with what is my mantra this year? What is that thing that's going to guide me and remind me to stay on, on target? And and this year, is do the work. And that's regardless of, of whether you're in, in business, you got to do the work. Whether you're working for somebody, you got to do the work. Whether you're in a relationship and you want it to be the best one, you got to do the work. Whether you want to lose some weight, you got to do the work. No matter what it is that you gotta do, you gotta do the work. And so, yeah. but sir, like I said, that was something that I came up with at that time to serve me for that time. Absolutely. But this year, is definitely a, a, a do the work, man.
1: <laughs> do the work. Do the work. Well, let, let's switch gears for a moment, and then let's talk about lifestyles. Uh, your your company that you started uh, really is a means to to help you in production and produce content. Let's let's switch gears and talk about that company. All right. Well, Lifestyles Digital Media Group is actually a company that um,
0: was we were working. We formalized back in 2019, early 2019. And the thing is, is that I was always doing uh, content creation for my company, Elite Wellness Solutions, and we would always do like internal marketing campaigns and internal content creation for our clients. So if we had a big client who, of course, to get the message out you know, of the program so that we could have higher success rates and, and just inform uh, their employees and management about the program. So this is something that we were doing for years internally. And, you know, I did it for my wife's brand, Bowflex Barbie, uh, my personal brand, EQ, my partner's brand, uh, NLS Global. And what happened was, is that people were seeing the stuff. They were saying, okay, well, who's doing your stuff? Cause y'all are so consistent, um, consistently producing high quality work, right? So who does all your content? And so I said, well, you know, we do that ourselves. You know, We do everything in house. And so of course, some people said, "You know, I wanna know if you guys can do it for me and this, that next. So I said, you know what, let me formalize this because I see the potential there um, because really Lifestyle Digital Media Group, at its core, is just a, a vehicle to help you as a business person, as an influencer, as a, as, a, as a brand to get your message out, whatever the message is. And that's what we are very, very good at. And so even if you look at our tagline, it's um, get seen, be heard, make an impact. Because everybody has a message to share with somebody um, in the hopes of making some sort of impact. And that's what we really help our clients so, so of course we still handle all of our internal stuff but we've opened it up um we've worked with uh you know medical professionals we've worked with um individual personal brands we've worked with teachers and we facilitate a wide range of, of video and on, on photo content uh for our clients and i mean i i love it because it really combines like i said I. I been a hobbyist of, uh, of photography and, and filmmaking for years, um, but I, I really love it, and so it, it gives me another opportunity to combine another one of my passions, um, which is film and, and photography, um, with business. And so, if you look at my three my three uh, passions, is fitness, health, and fitness business and media, and and that's what I do. <laughs> And so Lifestyles Digital Media Group, we, we work with individual brands. We also produce uh, the number one health and fitness show in the country called Let's Move with Bowflex Bobby, Bobby, um, which is the first show of its kind in the country. And and so we, we produce that. And so that combines uh, my missions of wanting to get uh, the information and my message out about health, healthy lifestyles um, with my love for media and of course my love for business because you know when you're dealing with those big companies boy, you you gotta have your business your big boy business pants on and so that gives me that gives me an opportunity to really flex uh pun intended um on all areas of, 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 of the things that i'm passionate
1: about certainly certainly so again the demographic here is um, uh, an individual who uh, is looking to excel at their craft, and so i I, I see two kinds of people watching this, either a professional that runs or is it management at a company uh, or, or an employee who wants to climb up the corporate ladder. How should both of those people be using digital media?
0: Oh, everybody, I mean, right now, um, more than any other time in, in, in history, content is king, content has always been king, right? But video content, especially, and what I try to let people know is, you know, when we we get this idea about branding, right? Or a brand is a company, or if you're a business owner, you a brand. But the reality is everybody is a brand. You know, your personal brand is what you are known for. And so if you're an employee who wants to climb the corporate ladder, um, yeah, definitely you want to be utilizing video content. Everybody has something to share. That somebody else, once listening or once receive it, can benefit from. And so I tell people there are two types of content. You can either create content, which is something that you know, a lot of creatives do. Um, you know they they come up with really fun skits and they're funny and this that and next. And I'm not really that that guy. <laughs> um, but another great piece of content that people miss out on is documenting. If you document your journey and you share your journey, so even if you're an employee in an entry-level job and you have aspirations of becoming CEO, your content that you share could be your process and your journey of of climbing this ladder. This is what I'm doing. And what I find uh, is that quality, any content is, is good. Quality content, of course, is better. Consistent quality content is best. You know, and so you want to be able to, to you know, if you're if you're a, I don't know, if you're a security guard at at some place, and you say, okay, well, I want to know how how I could aspire or how I could do more, but uh, you know, my life isn't interesting. But maybe you could document about being a security guard and the people that you you come into contact with and what's your strategy. And yeah, I'm a security guard by day but by night I'm studying towards this, so I'm improving Mm -hmm. myself in this area, or I'm in the gym because I wanna be a big buff security guard, you know? So it's like everybody's life is interesting to somebody because you are a unique being. And so I, I strongly encourage, regardless of whether you're a business owner, an employee, you know, a professional, a laborer, everybody should be producing content if you want to, excel if you really want to get your message out there and make an impact and grow um you want to be producing quality consistent content
1: yeah 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 well listen i always enjoy conversations with ethan so insightful so intelligent um and um super excited about his journey uh i got to consult with lifestyles media group uh recently is about our brand and what we knew to 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 get seen make an impact and what was the next one the next one, Ethan, get seeing be heard, and make an impact. There we go, there we go. And Was so that-, uh, that, that? So this is, this is link, linked up on LinkedIn is, is my effort to do that. We believe that we have one of the greatest agencies in the Nassau, Bahamas, and we need to convey that message. It's one thing to be great or aspire to greatness, but it's another thing to let people know that. Um, and so, you know, Ethan's company uh, and his mission, follow him online, um, to follow his journey. Uh, Ethan, give us, give us your handles online. Ethan Quant on Instagram, but where else are you? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm primarily on Instagram, but all my handles on social media is,
0: uh, Ethan Quant. Um, if you want to check out, uh, Lifestyles Digital Media Group on Instagram, it's Lifestyles DMG, um, on Instagram. Um, but yeah, you hit up, you, you most likely get me on Instagram before you get me anywhere else. Yeah. Um, but feel free to, to reach out and, and, and let's shoot the breeze, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Ethan, again, thanks for your time uh, spending with me this morning. I know you got a busy day. And so we really, really appreciate you hanging out. So this has been another episode All right. of Linked Up on LinkedIn. I'm Max Wheaton, your host. Have a great day.
0: Ethan Quant here. You've been watching Linked Up on LinkedIn.